Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, are you ready to visit other worlds? Maybe other worlds within our world. And I'm referring to uh, a world called Inner Earth that is uh, below our mantle, where there's plenty of room for many cities to exist. Um, within our earth and and it's time for the public to learn more and more about it it's it hasn't it's been known for hundreds and hundreds of years um but it's there are small circles <laughs> now it's growing and and to help it grow is a great ambassador of inner earth who's been there and has so much to tell us uh, about the whole story of uh, I, I don't even know what to call it because it's 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 other dimensional, but it's real, <laughs> and um, and you have to really be uh, uh, in pretty high frequency to to visit there uh, because of that. So so let me uh, refer to my guest again, who's been on the show before, who has so much to tell us about. The, this other world and and even about what it all means. So, Lowell Johnson, welcome back to Energy Stew. It's always good to talk with you, Peter. And you know, we always talk for like 45 minutes in the green room before we ever get to this stage or we begin to record it. But you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned dimensionality. If I can impress something upon everyone that's listening to this, is that's the sensation that we're trying to help illustrate for people. We were dimensional beings, and four years ago, I couldn't even tell you what that sensation meant. I can tell you with great accuracy now. And as Peter talked about, when I had my first multidimensional experience, and I didn't know it for what it was then, is when Telos opened up and gave me the opportunity to see something in a different dimension. Right, and it's not a dream state that we're talking about. No. Uh, it, because we, all of us on the, on the surface here, are going to be higher dimensional beings soon anyway. And we'll- It's still a physical plane. It's still a physical plane. Right. When we get through the next two dimensions, if you can embrace the idea that fourth and fifth dimensional awareness is in a physical form, we're going to be made out of different material. We won't be carbon forms anymore. If you can see your light body being constructed out of crystalline, you know, here's where we're going. And I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but when Peter mentioned my relationship with inner earth, that happened really in the end of July, 2020. And it took me a while to really see it for what it was and understand that that wasn't all the universe had in store for me. There were going to be other things that would happen along the way. More recently, I thought that my attention and my focus, my interest was in nurturing my relationship with the Lemurians and inner earth. And if there's going to be more of that that unfolds, then I, I want to be a part of that. It goes beyond those boundaries. And then Dave Wallace comes along. 
and Dave's experiences with beyond Earth sentience from beyond here, off planet, we can clearly see now we're helping bridge those realms. Dave has a greater awareness of inner earth and triggers that he's had recently that he he had resonance with, but didn't really understand. Me, on the other hand, I didn't understand any of that until Dave started to teach us over the last several months on the protocols and how he connects with them, that there are light flashes, that whole idea of CLPT, those continuous light pulse transmissions and frequencies are how they're communicating with us. And looking at a spot in the sky and putting your intention there is exactly how it happened with Dave. So all I did was listen to what Dave was starting to tell us last September. And I've gotten my instructions and I've certainly received my own downloads. So now I have a whole different perspective of what my job as an ambassador, as emissary is, it's not just inner earth and trying to help the rest of the people on the surface come to terms with that. I'm bridging those that family of Dave's off planet as well. I like to refer to those as ultra terrestrials. Those are people and beings we know. It's who we were when we were Palladian or Assyrian or an Andromedan or an Arcturian. We were star seeds from somewhere else too. We just decided to come here and help out in the Earth experiment. So those are ultra terrestrials. If right. you were to ask me the difference, the extraterrestrials are those benevolent beings that are around us that we don't even know who they are yet. And there's a lot of that. So right. all of this is in preparation for us to get familiar with what we do know to prepare. Somehow you, you cut off for a second there. So, um, but it's interesting because uh, Linda Bachman, who uh, does... Uh, regressions, hypnotic regressions with people uh, has has had experiences with hundreds of people who regress back to other planets. And they come here, she calls them interplanetary, uh, whereas the rest of us who aren't interplanetary are called Earth-based. And, um, and yet I think humanity as a whole came from elsewhere anyway. But um, but in more recent times, interplanetary people are here because they have advanced um, knowing, advanced wisdom, you know, and advanced purposes to help us as we go through the, the near future. So, um, so the idea is, I, I love I love being focused on inner Earth because I've also had, you know, I haven't been there. I'm waiting to go, um, but I've been chosen by them. Um, or um, and they've visited me many times now, and and it's amazing. My my relationship with them is is wonderful, and and I was um, actually asking, why me? Why, you know, I know that I'm you know originally Pleiadian all that kind of stuff, but that's really not the point. Uh, the 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 point has been that. Um, I had past lifetimes in Tibet uh, that I am clear about where I was a Lama and Tibetan secret teachings 
you're not going to get them to talk about it, are about Inner Earth, about actually a city called Shambhala. And they, they love their relationship with it. And so I know that when I was in Tibet, uh, I, I had probably some years in retreat, in a, you know, likely in a cave, where I spent a lot of time um, transporting myself to Shambhala. And so I'm known. <laughs> and so the people here in a local city near New York were looking for a candidate to be an emissary for them. They asked around, anybody in, in this vicinity who knows us? And and they were led to me. And so um, <laughs> it's, it's just fascinating to me that, um, you know, why I was chosen and that makes sense. Um, and so the, the whole idea of Shambhala is very interesting. And uh, Lowell, you, you talk about how you got to uh, Telos while you were on Mount Shasta. And uh, I was just learning about an old spiritual teacher from 140 years ago named Madame Blavatsky. <laughs> and I've known about her for decades, but this is something I didn't know about her is that she had an experience like yours. She was uh, in a mountain range, I guess um, not, a, not in our continent. And she was um, also shown a portal uh, between rocks <laughs> and guided to enter and found herself in a whole new universe basically and and she was in this beautiful city she describes it at length and it was Shambhala and uh, and so uh, she wrote a lot about it a long time ago and and now it's you know it's a book actually uh, called the land of of the gods and uh, it gets her story of what happened with her in the same way with you to visit this amazing world and um, and to understand it and and she was so happy there and so beautiful and everybody was so wonderful she didn't want to leave and they said we're sorry you can't stay because you're still carbon based and you're still of a frequency that can't handle being here for too long a time and you'll have to go back and she did and and and, and she became or she, she had already been and became more of a spiritual teacher of that time um and that's just among her spiritual teachings that adventure but we're, we're at a time now where it's more meaningful because we're so close to raising our own frequencies to the point where we can actually be more associated with inner earth and and the advanced beings there and um and so so lowell you're an ambassador for them and and yet it's i love the fact that it has inspired you to to see it in the larger picture of of the multi-dimensionality of the whole universe around us not just us and them. 
that's it's still we're conditioned as three-dimensional humans to categorize things and we have to do it from a, a stage of duality because we don't know any better when we start to just accept things and resign ourselves to these miraculous appearing things then we'll see that they actually are miraculous because the nature of earth's vibration is already in that space we're just tuning in to what she allows us to see when we raise our vibration now here's what she has to offer us and here is a footprint of what to expect when she's done with this transition some of us are already have been triggered in whatever way we were to be able to experience these things what we're here to tell everybody else is that I'm not here to teach you how you did it my way because my path and journey is different from everybody else. And you should respect that as a sovereign being. However, you're a human being with the same capacity that I have. So there's no reason why you can't reach that same frequency and start to experience those things meant for you. And if you're listening to this, you're likely a really good candidate. <laughs> yes, it, it's true. You know, as much as you know, when I get to have these conversations, they're always with others that vibrate at my level. And so, you know, the more I get to do that, the more to me, it just appears that everybody is beginning to think that way. Well, that's not true at all. And I get a, a dose of that every time I go out in the public and just get a sense of the white noise around me. There are people that just aren't aware of what's going on. And I've watched that now really for the better part of the last four years. But what I can tell you is that there is something has shifted. And even at the beginning of this year, where I thought I sensed shifts in vibration before, something happened at the beginning of the year, almost between the winter solstice and the new moon in January, something like changed there. I just uh, was listening and realized that there is some planetary shifts. And if you don't think that the cosmic alignments don't have some influence on the vibrations of Earth. just about to move out of capricorn into aquarius holy cow there is a shift in what used to be and what is coming that was determined right here and so if you're sensing something that you really can't put your finger on this is probably cause for it to me it's still a sense what Get rid of what doesn't serve you anymore because yeah, there's no more like, attention going to be put on that. Open yourself up to what we're getting ready to show you because it all comes at a higher vibration. Right. And many of us are, are, are feeling unique vibrations often. And I, I was actually examining consciousness levels. I do a lot of that. I've been learning about it. And what I'm realizing is that many people of fairly high consciousness can't aren't awake to what we're talking about and yet they're of fairly high consciousness and so what i'm seeing is that there are categories of consciousness that have to do with geometries and those geometries can shift and so people who might be 
doubtful and closed-minded, etc., and yet are still really good people, very ready for a, you know a shift, um, and yet their minds aren't ready for it. Um, it's just a geometry that that can alter that and open them up. And so I'm excited to to have learned about these categories of consciousness that have to do with geometry and that it's geometries that are holding people back from awakening even more and those can shift. Well, without that scale that you shared with me, you know, Dr. Hawkins scale, um, I really didn't have a framework for that either, but it was really important for us because what he offered us was a different perspective how to take a look at that and how to actually measure that within a human being that was invaluable because really we didn't have a tool to do that with before and to understand the nature of what kind of space people that vibrate at a higher frequency hold for the rest of us that's a load in a perfect world (laughs) all of those people vibrating somewhere between 190 and 205, which is where it seems like the core of people are just stuck. Um, we want to see them rise. You know, we see the spike and we can tell in the nature of people that vibrate at 400, they're out of the fear mode. And they see something beyond themselves, but they're still a victim to being shown something at a lower vibration and having that 400 level even affected by that. It does, so, yes. Well, that's why the yeah. 500 level is even better. <laughs> yes. It, it sticks a little bit more. You're used to it, and you don't, you don't give that high ground back anymore. You're right. not really affected by negative energies around you because you see past them. You don't want to and that them. takes a while. Yeah, well, it's, we're, we're getting there. Um, yes, we are. One thing I wanted to go over with you for our audience is what what is down there in terms of we know that you know there are at least 120 cities that, that we know of, of that we've been given that number, but there's also there's a lot down there that's not you know that's otherworldly in other ways because not all of the population of inner Earth or Lemurian or Atlantean, um, there are a lot of cities that really look very different. <laughs> and and the, the consciousness there, you know, it's a higher consciousness to be able to live in that environment. But these are, you know, often, I think there are cities that are inhabited by, by aliens from other planets that have flown in and said, hey, let's settle down here for a while. It's beautiful. Well, they're no longer aliens. And I really hesitate to use that word because every time we do, it just triggers a memory that somebody already has this predisposed notion of what aliens they've been shown are. I I think to a lot of people, I'm an alien. (laughs) I try to use the words beyond Earth sentience so that we have a, a more benevolent outlook on what they're here to help us do anyway. I can't deny that there wasn't negative influence from a planet that came and screwed with humanity for a long time. Yeah. What I sense is that they were at a vibration where they could still get in and have their way. 
And if you remember back to the harmonic convergence, like was in the mid eighties. I remember to I me, part of it. It feels like when that consciousness level rose, that that dark entity no longer could get their vibration didn't match anymore. And so that's when you saw this dramatic drop off of negative influences. Now that's not to say that they didn't leave residue behind that we're yeah. still sorting a out. A lot of residue. But they were no longer feeding the machine anymore. And it just seemed like the presence of light was on more people's minds now. And just this sense of I'm connected to something greater than myself. And look where we are now. Yeah, it opened up so many people. And, Agreed. Yeah, I love that. I was, I was right there at dawn that morning, 1987 holding hands with a couple hundred people on the beach. And so now in retrospect, put that into perspective, feel the differences before, before that. And now that to me was a linchpin. There was a milestone right there yes. on our vibrational levels. And here was the evidence that earth had rose, not necessarily humanity. Lots of us sentient beings matched what she was doing. But holy cow, if you want proof that Earth is going through her own consciousness rise, there was the evidence of it. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And and, and witnessing it since then is really amazing um, how much awareness there is now on this planet of, of what higher consciousness is about so much spirituality at work and so many people seeking more and more of it. So we're getting there, um, but I think it's important for people to be inspired by, for instance, by the work you're doing. Your website has a lot of opportunities. You're, in 2024, you're, you're uh, gonna be at so many events. Um, yeah, those, um, you know, I've stepped back from doing conferences and I haven't been for really the last year and a half. And there was a reason why I made that decision. Now, there is one, I will say this, um, the Journey to Truth guys, if people are familiar with Aaron and Tyler, really have done a magnificent job trying to help people come to terms with inner earth. And so um, I commend their ability to try and talk about something that had so many different wrinkles to it they did the best they could i've agreed to speak at their conference in illinois in may but other than that those others were i don't want to compare myself but there was a point where james gilliland and where he was having all of these experiences and people were naysaying after you know he was showing up at all these conferences he backed out of them too and just said screw it when the time comes I'll do my own. And so that's really the decision I made, that this schedule that I put out there was designed for a very specific audience, not for the masses. There will be some um, seminars, and we'll do those once a month on Saturdays in a room that seats no more than 120 people or so. And it's more designed so that the morning would be an exchange 
so that I can tell you what's going on now. Not tell you my story about Telos all over again four years ago. There are conditions that are changing now. Pay attention to them. And then the afternoon is more kind of like an Abraham Hicks format, where step up to the mic, ask your question, because I'm sure there's a lot of other people in the room wanting to know the same thing. Let's have that exchange. The other schedules are more retreats for people that really want to engage energetically in areas I've been and are ready to get to that advanced levels. But there, most people aren't ready for that yet. Um, that's really what I've got in mind through like the end of September. All right. And your website is lowelljohnson.info. That's the easiest way to find it. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's a great website. I really enjoy going there. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about uh, once I get to inner earth, hopefully soon, because <laughs> they recently I was in a visitation. I was told that they're not ready for me yet. So in the meantime, just be happy. And uh, and, you know, but that's the nature of higher consciousness is to be happy. So keep find whatever joy is because there's just higher vibration that comes associated with those feelings. They're just trying to, you know, mask it another way uh, by finding something to, 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 that gives you joy. Focus on that. And we're working in the background on the other things we're lining up because you've already told us what you want us to manifest for you. We know what your intent is. We're working on that in the background. So sometimes when we sit in neutral for too long, it just seems like they're not paying attention. And that's when you and I both have to remind ourselves they're lining it up for us because we've already put that intent out there. Yeah. And I get to manifest what I want. So we just have to be patient while it's working out. But I believe like you that it is. Well, they, they've told me. <laughs> so I, I listen. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be blessed by uh, the, the opportunity of visiting inner Earth uh, and local to the New York area, this beautiful city here that they've um, given me insight about. And, um, and it's one of the more modern cities uh, versus some of the cities are ancient, actually. And um, and look at they're all ancient. You're looking at New York from a Manhattan perspective. Wait till you see the inner Earth part of it. It's not that. <laughs> well, but you you have uh, great pictures of Telos, and I'm picturing more of a Telos environment here in its own way, rather than yes. some of the ancient castles and etc. that are part of the older cities. There are more elemental areas, you know, Glastonbury and those types of things. That speaks more, you know, foresty and elementally. Um, there are parts of you know, the North American continent that speak more the way that you're describing them. Right. I don't want to call them more cosmopolitan, but I'm trying to think of another third dimension. I, I, it's all right. It's all right. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, uh, we're really at the end of the show. Uh, it's been so great. I always love catching up with you. And I know the audience always loves to hear from you. So thank you so much, Lowell, for being on Energy Steward. Thanks, Peter. It's good to see you again. Thank you. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at HeartRiver, H-E-A-R-T, River.org. 
I'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening.